Boy, you're not going to believe this, folks. We're at the Bowery in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. This is the Ed and Bob Show, number 95. Let's go. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you and you and you, baby. Here we go, Ed. Hey, where are you, honey? Here it goes. You ready? Good morning to you. When the band began to play, the stars were what? Shining bright. Now the pimp man's on his way. It's too late to say goodnight. So good morning. Good morning. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. We're at the Bowery in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I had never been here, Ed, but Ed got me down here. Yeah, You've been here before, though. Oh, yeah. This is where the shag came from. <laughs> the shag? In, the shag. You get me in trouble, shag. man. It was invented right <laughs> oh, okay. here at the Bowery. <laughs> You're kidding me. No. You know, the, the, the band Alabama played here for years and years and years in the summertime. Right. And they're off the road. Matter of fact, they left the Bowery one time and came up to Knoxville to appear on one of our shows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was I was down here one time on vacation. I was sitting back here in a restaurant, and I looked across the way, and there was Teddy sitting over there, the uh, bass player. With Alabama, yeah, yeah, okay. He's just sitting there, and I said, hey, Teddy, how you doing? He said, hey, Ed. <laughs> it's great. Well, it's Did right here on the beach. Yeah. A uh, great place to be. I, I haven't been in Myrtle Beach in a long, long time. They call it the eighth wonder of the world, the Bowery. And uh, as you said, Alabama, the band Alabama, when they were known as Wild Country, you know, they formed in 1969 in Fort Payne, Alabama. <clears throat> and then in 1973, they got a gig working at the Bowery to be the house band. But he said, they, they said, we're not going to pay you. you. You work off of tips. <laughs> so for seven summers, they would come there every summer for seven years. They would be the house band right here at the Bowery in Myrtle Beach. They did well, didn't they? Oh, man. Oh, man. Then they became known as Alabama. And uh, the rest is history. As they so, say. Cool to be here, though. Yeah, it is. All right, let's get this show going, Ed. You got some news for us? I do. I do. I do. What you got? Well, there's... Uh, I was doing some checking in. You know, people get hurt all the time. But America suffered an estimated 16,214 murders in 2018. Really? Yeah, that's from the FBI. So if if there are that many murders, 16,214, what cities are the worst for murders? What's the top five? You want to guess? I will. Let me guess. Yeah, I, don't, I have no clue. I haven't seen this. I think it used New York used to be number one, but I think they're down number two. Would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Chicago's probably number one. Uh, so Chicago, New York, then I guess Los Angeles, and then probably um, maybe. Um, Philadelphia or Dallas? How am I doing? You're terrible. I have, I'm back. You're good. way off. <laughs> what is it? The deadliest city. Yeah. Fifth deadliest city. We'll start down at five and go up. Okay. It saw 35.1 homicide deaths per 1,000 residents. Wow. Okay? Yeah. Where is Baton it? Rouge, Louisiana. Really? Yeah. I would have never guessed that. Ten places higher than Chicago's murder rate. Wow. So that's number five. Wow. Number four. Yeah. Still in Louisiana. No way. Yes. I'm not going to Louisiana, man. (laughs) (laughs) I just crossed that off my list. New Orleans. Really? Yes. 
And I was going to go to New Orleans. Saw a murder rate of 37.1 per 1,000 in 2018. Wow. That year, New Orleans saw 146 murders and the lowest homicide rate since 1971. Wow. Number five, number four in Louisiana. Where's number three? Detroit. Detroit? Yep. I didn't anybody live there anymore. Yeah. Well, the ones that are there are shooting each other all like crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. Nine murders per 100,000 people. Wow. And then number two. Yes, sir. Baltimore, Maryland. Wow. You'd never figure that, would you? I would never guess that. I've been to Baltimore. I like the town. I mean, 51 homicides per 1,000 people. Wow. That's five times the national average. 309 homicide victims. That's 20 more than were murdered in New York City. City the same year, despite having less than ten percent of the population. Wow, I didn't. I'm not doing any good at all Isn't on these. Something? I didn't pick any of the top five so far. And number one, tell me I got it right. No. Chicago, <laughs> St. Louis. No way. St. Louis are in the title of the deadliest city in America. But that's a friendly little town with yeah. that little arch, you know, real yeah, cute right. thing. They have and a murder rate of sixty point nine per one hundred. 186 people were slaughtered in the city. It That's only has a population of 318,000. So per capita, they're killing more people yeah. than any other city. That's right. Wow. Well, now, that? Well, that makes me not ever want to go there. I don't want to go there. Nope. Wow. And also, wow, wow, wow. Okay, what else? You know who the richest man on the earth is, don't you? It's uh, part of that Amazon guy. Yeah, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Okay, well, he's the richest person. He got billions richer recently. Amazon shares soared to extended trading on news of the killer quarter they had over Christmas. Oh, it was Anyway, his fortune shot up about $13 billion. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) $2,100 a share. The Amazon CEO is now worth about $129.5 billion. Unbelievable. Now, he only started this company in, in like 1990 or something. It's amazing. I mean, only 30 years ago he started yeah, it in, it's in amazing. a corner office. Yeah. Wow. Amazon saw its profit grew 8% to $3.3 billion for the three months. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, it, you know, he just recently got divorced. Yeah, that cost him a pretty <laughs> billion or two. Mackenzie Bezos, the former wife, she unloaded about $350 million worth of Amazon shares recently. Uh, no, that's, that's, just, that's just a teeny little... It is. I mean, she's got... That's just 1% of the stock she yeah, owns. That's, that's what I'm saying. Good Unbelievable. Grief. Wow. Well, anyway, so, you know, that he's the richest man on the face of the earth. That's hard to believe, isn't it? Yeah, it is. For a company that's only been around 20 or 30 years. Yeah, I would have never thought he was the richest man on the face of the earth. It's just going up so fast. You know, Microsoft and all that stuff is so spread out now. But uh, different, you know, they had two or three different owners. But, you know, a long time ago, they would make this company split. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, because uh, they are, I mean, they're getting ready to get into health care. It's going to get tricky. Yeah. It's going to get tricky. Well, they're already in groceries and everything. They're going to make them. They bought you know, uh, Whole what Foods. what they did to Bell South. He's made them split, the, split it into different countries. You think Amazon's too big? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to get out of the news, Ed. All right. And we're going to go into our question of the day, and you crank it up first. I get the first question? Yep. All right, this is keeping me up at night. I can't uh, sleep oh because gosh, of that bad, huh? Oh, that's killing me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> does, what is it? Does anyone use a- AOL anymore? 
Well, I mean, I still have an email address there, but do you? I, I do, but every time I sign on to it, you know, they have news and stuff. But I get the feeling I'm the only person there. I think you are. <laughs> you know, at one time that was it. Oh my God! Everyone's web, everyone's email address was at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And what didn't? And then they started charging you for it or something. They started charging you. They, they were charging. Oh, were they? And all these other companies come along, give you the email free. Free. Yeah. And AOL says, well, I guess we'll have to. Party's over. Yeah. Well, they made a lot of money really fast. I know. Who was that guy? You remember? There was some guy that started that. Who was it? He just like disappeared. I don't remember his name. But then he, it was bought out by Time Warner. Yeah. And Ted Turner owned it or some kind of rigmarole. They got in the cable business, too, I think. But Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And I, don't, I, don't, I do emails all the time, but I don't ever see an email for AOL. I'm going to email you tomorrow. <laughs> when you see it, you go, uh, the only person left. Yeah, oh, Bob. there's Bob. <laughs> all right, here's my question for you, Ed. When you, if you are on a street and you come up and you're going underneath like the interstate or underneath a bridge and the interstate is above you zooming back and forth and you stop right there at say a stoplight when the bridge is right there kind of over you, are you nervous that some truck or a wreck will happen above and come down and fall on top of you? Yes. Do you pull all the way out or stay underneath the bridge? I try to stay under the bridge. I do, too. Yeah. I I've, just I've seen that happen. I saw it happen at Paper Mill Road in Knoxville. And I was, uh, my, well, I was a teenager, but I was in the family car behind it. We just turned off there, and a bread truck went off the interstate and landed on this lady's car. Mm. I've seen it one time myself. Yeah. It was a small guy, like a little, you know, a little red sports car you used to have. That it was just spider. Yeah, it was just like that. Yeah. They didn't kill the guy. But you're kidding. No, and this car was on top of it. And it was right there at a Paper Mill and Wise Garden. That's where this one was. Same place. place. Same place. Came down. I saw it before I was, I was going to head to the station about 930 in the morning. And it happened. And... Uh, car came off that bridge so anyway my point is so i'm glad it's not just me because i i get a little nervous i don't pull all the way out i stay underneath the bridge well to me it's like a railroad track i'm not gonna pull out on that railroad track until you what? Well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit on the Oh, and, uh, when the yeah. stoplight's right there on the yeah. road track. Right. Yeah, there's yeah. some of those, which is a little weird. So, anyway. All okay. right, tell everybody what's uh, uh, coming up, and then you've got a sponsor, Ed. Okay, coming up on our topic today, we're going to talk about uh, how many presidents have been impeached and what does impeachment mean. It's kind of complicated, and uh, it's not, no, probably not what you think, although, uh, you know, recently we've had some people go through it. So. <laughs> We'll talk about that. But first, let me tell you about my sponsor. I tell you what, when you go to Gatlinburg, Ripley's has so much to see and do. So when you take the family up there this year, be sure to go to Ripley's. Uh, you got, the, believe it or not, you got the moving theater 5D, Haunted Amazing Adventure, the Mirror Maze, uh, all kinds of things, golf, and, of course, the ultimate 
Aquarium, Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies. It's just on the right, on the Knoxville side of Gatlinburg, and you're going to really enjoy it. You'll see things you've never seen before. It's just like being at the bottom of the ocean, and they have it's real care you you know it's real carefree because they have a they have a trail that just takes you right through everything. You're underwater in this big glass tube, and you just look up and see all the fish and all the different aquarium animals, and it's really fun. So no matter what condition you're in, you'll enjoy it, and the children will absolutely love it. So I urge you to be sure to stop at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies. Every time you go, there's always something new there, like the penguins. There are more penguins there, and there are bears in the mountains. Well, not quite. Anyway, but it's a good place to go. All right, Bob. Hey, man. All right, it's time for our topic of the day. And uh, our topic for today is timely in the fact that uh, the president just went through it. It's impeachment. What is it? Uh, How many people have been through it? Uh, And what can happen from it? Now, impeachment in the government sense um, and the Constitution and so forth is not limited to just presidents. Twenty people have been impeached, but most of those were federal judges. Only three presidents have been impeached. Uh, one of them, uh, one Andrew Johnson from Tennessee, he was uh, Bill Clinton, and of course recently uh, Trump. Uh, so. Being impeached doesn't mean you've been convicted of anything, right? No, no. Impeaches means you've been accused of something. And then you have to have a trial, and then you're either convicted or you're not, right? No. So uh, what's your take on all this stuff, Ed? Is impeachment, well, I think it's just really a political a political thing. It's not a criminal thing. No, and and you know, you, you're really not removed from office. You're not disqualified from what you're doing and things. It is just, it's, it's like a, uh, it sounds worse than it is. But uh, anyone can be impeached if you're at the federal level. Uh, but it, it it's just, just I, to me, it's just like a waste of money. Well, uh, sometimes it is. I was reading about um, Andrew Johnson's impeachment. And it was really just a bunch of bickering between political parties. He had fired somebody that was somebody that worked for the president, basically. Mm-hmm. And the Senate at that time said you couldn't fire anybody without their approval. And so when he he fired somebody, they reinstated him. Mm-hmm. And then he fired him again. Yeah. And then they impeached uh, him, saying you can't do that. Over something silly. Now uh, they made it clear later that a president can fire anybody wants to at any time. So uh, it's now a moot point. But that's what he was impeached over. Well, I think I think the the, the thing that gets it, get it here is alleged crimes while in office. If you commit a crime, you should be impeached. Yeah, I'll go on. So that. what's a, what constitutes a crime? Is it like? Uh, I, I kind of think Nixon what he did. Because he took, he kind of obstructed justice by erasing you know, some of the tapes. Mm-hmm. He uh, knew about the break-in supposedly at the Democratic National Committee headquarters at the Watergate Plaza there. Um, but you know, he they drew up impeachment articles against him, but he resigned before right. he could ever be impeached. I, to me, he was the only one that probably could have been convicted. Uh, you know, even Clinton, Bill Clinton, when he was impeached, his was about lying under oath 
that he didn't have an affair with um, Monica Lewinsky or right. Paula Jones. And then, of course, it came out later he did. Uh, and then you decide what was a relationship and what was... Well, it was not. You know, I did not have sex with that woman. Uh, well, wait a minute. Um, How do you define sex? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and then uh, he was uh, not convicted. Uh, and nobody, the only person that really was almost uh, convicted was Johnson over that silly firing of a person below him. He, he came within one vote of being removed as president. Well, I think I think a president to be impeached should be a committed treason, bribery, or a high crime. Mm-hmm. But as far as this political stuff, I just don't see that. I, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, like Trump was accused of abusing his office. Well, that could you could accuse anybody of abusing your office. That's true, right? Yeah, and also, he was accused of obstructing Congress. So who doesn't? Yeah, to I be mean, honest with you, uh, even um, I, I saw a clip the other day of Obama saying, "If Congress won't go along with me, I have executive power. I'll do whatever I want." There you go. So I, I mean, I, that was his uh, recording. Yeah. I just um, it, when something is voted on like this. Uh, a serious crime or something and strictly political lines then to me it's just a political bunch of hooey. That's exactly right. Uh, Trump is only the third president to ever be impeached. But I kind of did. You kind of see this one coming because he's so vocal. Yeah. I mean, if you if you kind of you know spit in the wind or spit you know at your uh, opponent's uh, face, they're going to come after you. Yeah. Uh, and and he's not known for just well. I'll be nice to them. He just kind of lets it all hang out there. Now, do I think everything Donald Trump does is good? No, I think he's about half. Wacko, but still, uh, the economy is booming along. He's a businessman, maybe when we needed it, and I don't know why I'm getting off on this tangent, but because we're talking about impeachment. Uh, but a lot of people thought if you were impeached, then you were that was it. That that's just being accused. Yeah, it doesn't mean that's just that's like saying you've been impeached, but you can still go ahead and do do your term and do the office and everything. And you know, if he had, let's say that he had been. Uh, convicted, there have been a vote that would be a majority only as to whether or not he could ever hold office again, which would have been taking only 51 votes to say he cannot run or, or hold a political office again. So he didn't get to that point, but if you're thinking, if you're out there wondering about what would have happened had he been convicted, could he run in November? If they voted, he could never hold office, which had been just a majority vote, and then he couldn't have run. Mm-hmm. So, well, I think I think Trump is a little bit more open than he needs to be. Like on this Ukrainian thing, mm-hmm. when he withheld their their military money, trying to get them to um, do something against the Bidens, mm-hmm. and then even looking into the Bidens in in Ukraine, I think that I don't think that's right. He shouldn't have done that. However. I don't doubt that other presidents haven't done things like that and other politicians. It's just that it just got out, you know? Well, and, and, and this is something I really didn't understand until I, this all came out. When the president is talking to another leader of another country on the phone, I always thought he was on the phone, just those two people. Mm-hmm. 
But you've got national security people that listen in to all these phone calls. That was that guy's job, the whistleblower. It was his job, I understand, or maybe he was on duty at the time. Any phone calls like that, he would listen in. I didn't know that. Did you know that's what they did? No, I didn't know that. And I didn't know that, like Bolton, I I can't wait to see what he says about it, but he was sitting in the office, evidently, when Trump was talking to the Ukrainian president and what he said, and now he's written a book after he got fired. So it it is, it's, I think it's unethical what he did. But but at the same time, (laughs) how do you prevent impeachment then? From being a political, just a strictly a political, I'm getting back at you tool. Yeah. How do you? How can you change that? Well, first of all, you'd have to get enough people together to vote for impeachment, and I think that's a job by itself. But I Congress think. itself is so politically divided. Exactly, and it, it would not have happened if it were not so politically well, divided. Maybe right. I, I don't think right. so. All right, we got to wrap this up, Ed. All right, that's going to wrap up our topic for the day, and um, you want to tell everybody. Um, what is coming up, and then I've got a sponsor. Okay, coming up, we're going to get in the mailbox. Got some nice letters here, some uh, pretty important questions, too. So uh, we're going to get to that, and then we're going to talk about our next show, What Countries Have Suffered the Most Loss of Life from War? Wow. Well, so you're sponsored, Bob? All right. Uh, yeah, you know, athletes need a full night's sleep to ensure their bodies recover. So if you work and play like Ed and I do, you know, like a true athlete, uh-huh. you, you need a solid night's sleep too. So uh, time to lie down and check out the latest M. Lilly mattresses. M. Lilly foam and hybrid mattresses are the most comfortable mattresses you're ever going to lay on. Find out why their customers are raving about the latest beds and, and they'll ship it. They'll ship it straight to your door. Visit mlilyusa.com, find a retailer near you, or visit their newest showroom on Kingston Pike in Farragut, next to the Fresh Market. M. Lilly, improve your life. Going deep in the mailbox today, pull out one here from Sue in Miami. Sue wants to know, Bob, when can we start going to Cuba anytime we want to? <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to go, but if you want to go. Well, don't, don't you see Cuba in the movies? And, you know, you see all the, what's the main city there in Cuba? Uh, Havana. Havana. And you see all those old movies do, where do, they're, do, do, do. you know, they're, they're uh, gambling and the girls are dressed up in beautiful dresses and <laughs> they're going down the street and you see all those 1960 uh, cars and stuff and you say, hey, that looks pretty cool. Don't you have any desire to go to Cuba? Actually, no. Really? No. I I would rather go to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of the same thing. Probably as close to Cuba as you can get. I, you know, um, Castro ruined Cuba's future years ago. Cuba could have been the most visited destination in the Caribbean. Oh, absolutely. If if uh, Castro hadn't screwed it up the people there. Mm-hmm. Just because of his, I guess, his greed or whatever. But it's, it's they can't buy new cars there. That's why they have to keep fixing up the cars they have. I'd like to go there. And briefly there at the end of um, Obama's term, uh, you know, he kind of opened it up and then it's closed back up now. And, and the thing, we've got Guantanamo Bay there, which is on the same island, which is weird that we've got a place mm-hmm. in Cuba mm-hmm. where we have a base, but they don't want us there, but we're there. Well, we 
we ain't going anywhere. They can't make us leave. Well, I know, but it's weird. It is weird. You cannot go to Cuba unless you are doing one of these things. A family visit, U.S. government business, a a journalistic activity, professional research, educational activities, religious activities, a public performance, uh, exportation, importation, uh, authorized export transactions, support for the Cuban people, or humanitarian projects. So it seems like you could anybody could fall in somewhere in there. Oh yeah, they could. Um, but you don't. You're not interested in going. No, I'm really not. It's. It's. Um, I'm curious. I don't think they've got a lot of air conditioning, and. Um, and I'd like to see some of the old cars and everything. And I quit smoking, so the cigars don't do anything for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't want those anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, but I wonder, can you bring in Cuban cigars? Remember, it's against the Yeah, you can, uh, but you know, you can't bring many of them. I don't think they'd say anything if you did. If you just brought some of them, but but heck, you can go down here at the tobacco shop and buy them. So, uh, a Cuban cigar? Yeah. I didn't know that. Of course, I don't want one. So, no, so you so, don't want one anyway. No. So, Sue, there's your answer. You, you can kind of go if you can fall into one of those categories. All right? If you can get approval from the State Department. Yeah, that's right. you got to get approval. Yeah, State right. Department. All right. All right. Here's a letter from Trevor from Washington, D.C. Wow. Actually, it's a fax. Trevor from Washington, D.C. says, Has there been any important legislation passed by Congress in the past year? <laughs> I bet you can answer this. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. <laughs> Well, I know. Uh, it's kind of weird. In this late, in this Congress, as of November twelfth, there were twelve must-pass appropriation appropriation bills. I don't know why I can't say that. Uh, they had not made it through Congress, and they say that. There was only 70 laws passed, and eight of those were just renaming post offices. Um, there were more laws passed in Tennessee than there was there. Oh, I guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and they still say the hang-up is uh, building a wall between here and Mexico, which is the wild, wild west, which we've talked about before. Yeah. I don't know why we don't build the wall, but anyway. Well, building it. Well, but it should have already been done. Yeah, I mean, done. we're getting drugs, heroin, everything's coming up from there, and we don't want, we don't see a reason to build a wall. Yeah, right. Come on, man. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah, I don't get weird. it. So, anyway. All right. All right, Ed, that's uh, the bell box. Uh, coming up in just a moment. Let's see. Uh, uh, we are going to uh, have a lot of stuff coming up. We've got some complaints. You always like to complain. Mm-hmm. And um, tell everybody what's coming up on our next show. Show and then we'll get into complaints. All right. Coming up on our next show, what countries have suffered the most loss of life from war? Mm. All right. This is the Ed and Bob Show, and now complaints. Well, Bob, yeah. just, I couldn't believe it. I walked into Walgreens the other day, and I thought, what the heck is this? What's that? Groceries. Oh, I know. Everywhere. I know, I know. It's, it's a grocery it's store It's been now. completely redone. Yeah, it's weird. Why, why, what's going on? I don't know. Did Kroger buy Walmart? I mean, Walgreens is huge. Have. No. 
Walgreens is huge. They they couldn't have been bought, but they they're working a deal or something with Kroger. But you're right. There's there's produce. I mean, it's it's like it's like a grocery store. It really, really is. And so now I can't find. Now I can't find my the other things I would have gone there <laughs> the to buy because now it's in the grocery department. Well, See, and, and I, I was confused because Kroger's right down the street. Why is Kroger putting? Food? I don't get it. I don't get it. I just I don't know. I can't understand why are you doing this. I don't. I, somewhere somebody did a study that said this is a good idea, but I was scratching my head too. It was very. Strange. And so the next thing you know, CVS is going to have to do something. So what are they going to do? Food City? Got to compete. I mean, it, it, <laughs> Golly. Well, I did read though. You know, remember when all the grocery stores uh, opened at pharmacies? Yes. They said all those pharmacies are not bringing in the people like they thought it would. No, it's so they're all closing them down yeah, yeah. Or, or selling them to CVS's yeah. or, or Walgreens. Maybe the Walgreens are buying up the Kroger pharmacies in the stores. Well, probably. I'd say they probably are already doing that. Because the stores are, are yanking the pharmacies. From what yeah. It's not being a good thing. All right, I got a complaint for you, Ed. Okay. It drives me nuts, and yet my wife continues to do this. <laughs> We, it, we, my wife will buy, you know, a, a package of twenty toilet paper rolls. Okay, mm-hmm. but it's not just a normal toilet paper roll. I don't know why we can't just have a normal one. We have to have the jumbo roll where there's like four rolls in one, and they're so big it won't even fit in the. the you know, when you take the, the little thing goes in the middle and try to squeeze it in there, they're too big to to go in there. Well, why is she buying that? She thinks she's saving money. And I'm sure she's going to hear this, and she's going to say, oh, so you don't like toilet paper rolls. But they're huge. <laughs> why can't we just have normal-sized toilet paper rolls like we always had before instead of jumbo rolls? I mean, yeah, I know it's saving huge. money. They just keep spending it when yeah. they're making it. But, yeah. but I don't get it. I don't like it. And I yeah. would like for it to stop. Yeah. And I've noticed paper towels are getting that way, too. Oh, they are, too? Yeah, paper towels are getting very, very big. They don't fit the old-timey, the, you know, the... The paper towel holder, yeah, they won't fit it. They're getting too big for it. And they all now have where just a little, you just pull a little slither off instead yeah. of a normal uh, size toilet paper. I mean, a, a paper towel. <laughs> so anyway, we got complaints, folks, and then we're getting down to the bottom of the stuff you really care about. All right, Ed, tell everybody how they can listen to this mess. We're going the internet to the Ed and Bob Show. It's available at edandbob.com. You can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app and search Ed and Bob and be sure to subscribe. On Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn and then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you want to hear? And you say this, Ed and Bob Show. That's easy. Comment at the edandbob.com place, too. You can easily do that, and we respond quickly. Or you can email us at edandbob at yahoo.com. On Twitter, follow us around uh, our little handles are at Ed and Bob Knox, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, and we're on Facebook.com uh, uh, slash Ed and Bob. It's just that. Who's your CB handle, Bob? My, C, my C- CB handle. I never had a CB. You didn't have one? No, I didn't. My wife had one. I didn't have one. What? Hers was like a little bit or something. <laughs> I never had one. You had a CB? Yeah. I, I can't didn't remember. Have one. I can't remember what my handle I, I'm sure I couldn't afford one. Oh, 
they're cheap. They're really? Just, yeah, they're I cheap. didn't have one. Yeah, you didn't have so one. So you don't? Do you had one and you don't know your? I handle. can't remember what it was, but was I'll it, think. Was it, it teddy we'll bear? Share, we'll share that. Okay, <laughs> we'll share. God, that. CB radios. CB. Well, that brings it back. It? <laughs> All right, we think we need to correct. No. Nope. All right, uh, and we shout out to anybody. What about uh, you? Didn't shout out to your uh, your friend there. It helps you. Your, Therapist. Oh, Ann? Yes. Oh, she's a wonderful girl. She's at Fort Loudon Therapy and uh, down on uh, in Lenore City. And you, well, you saw me walking a minute ago. Yeah, you were incredible. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, yeah, that's if you don't around. know, Ed broke his hips. Okay, if I tell people yeah, that. Yeah, that's okay. Broke his hip and he had to and come back to that. Yeah. And your son helped yeah, put Chad, the stuff in my yep. body that got it back. So we're all good now. We're getting better every day, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, we appreciate everybody that uh, does listen and write in and tell us. And we uh, appreciate all. We're getting closer to our 100th episode. Where are we going to go for that? I mean, you know, we got to figure out where we're going to go for that. So think about that. Maybe we'll be invited somewhere. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Free food? Uh, yeah. Just like right here, we, all, all this show right here, we've been at the Bowery. You can hear some of the people talk in the background. This is where Alabama got their start for seven summers. They performed here for tips, and that was it before they became um, huge. And this is the Bowery, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Get out here and tell them Ed and Bob sent you. Do tell me what the next show is, Ed. Next time, we're going to check out what countries have suffered the most loss of life from war. And the numbers are uh, amazing. I kind of took a glance into that. See you next time, brother. Okay, buddy. Bye. Bye. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote Ain't that a hole in a boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just to be beginning My life is gonna be Beautiful, I've sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head